You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. It's Sunday night, Super Bowl Sunday, for those of you that are into football in the U.S., and I'm sure that it's probably watched outside the U.S. as well. I am Eileen, the heart healer and your host for this weekly blog talk radio show here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And for those of you that may be new to the show, we start our show with a little bit of spiritual wisdom that I'm guided to share. And then we open up the phone lines for any live readings that people would like to have. Um, You are welcome to ask anything that you desire to have a response to and or information or clarity about and I will be happy to do my best to serve you. It's my joy to do this show every Sunday night. We've been doing this for gosh six seven years something like that on a couple of different platforms and it's just been an interesting dynamic the change that has occurred through all the years. And so tonight we're going to talk about um, finding peace in the chaos, uh, because I don't know about you, it feels like every time I come on the air, I'm mentioning how chaotic the energy is. And it's not that it's same old, same old, it's just the way it is, right? And the last two weeks, you know, the, the week before, the full moon, the the week, this past week, afterwards, I don't know about you, but being an empath, this has been a very interesting time for all of the emotions that are flying all over the place. So if you're an empathic person, if you feel other people's emotions, you sense them, you don't always know where the feeling is coming from. Welcome to my world. I am 
empathizing with you, right? Because this is, this is what it is like to be an empath. Now, the thing is that whether we are empathic um, beings, meaning we have an extra sensory gift of being empathic, everyone is feeling the energy chaotic, and everyone is feeling the energy when it is coherent or balanced because we're all energy beings and our reality is energy at its core. This is what quantum physics has been sharing with us for decades, right? So there are really no boundaries to energy. These bodies that we have appear solid, but that doesn't mean that we're not affected on many different levels by energy dynamics, right? And emotions are simply energy vibrations that are vibrating at different frequencies that give us the experience of different types of emotions. The emotions that are a low vibration are the ones that we tend to judge as negative right? Because they're, they're low vibrational. That means they're dense. They're heavy. They don't feel good, right? It's, it's like recognizing the difference between um, our bones and blood flowing or air being exchanged in our lungs. It's still energy, but we don't judge that unless it's not working properly. And then we go into fear because these are vital aspects of who we are. And The truth is that our emotions are no less, no different than looking at parts of our bodies. But we have a different relationship with our emotions. And if they don't feel good, we judge them. We do our best to try and figure out what they are, thinking that that's going to be the answer when I've come to learn over the years that it really doesn't matter where it's coming from. What matters is what we do with the awareness what matters is how we choose to be in the experience of having all of this sensory input these emotions that we're experiencing if you understand what i'm saying then i think you'll agree one of the contribute contributions can i speak this evening yes Um, One of the contributions to the chaotic energy is without question the earthquake that occurred in, I believe it's Turkey, right? And you, you cannot expect to not be affected by tens of thousands of people losing their lives in a natural disaster. Because the amount of emotional energy that surrounds that, for the people that experienced it, for the people that transitioned to spirit, for the people left behind, it's a devastating experience. And whether we live close to this country or we're on the other side of the world, there's no separation when it comes to energy. When we pray for someone, it matters not if they're sitting next to us or they're on the other side of the world. Those prayers reach 
where they are intended to reach. And so I often invite clients to consider if the way that they are being in their experiences is a source of suffering for them is to shift what they believe and therefore how they are being in the experience to minimize or mitigate the degree of suffering that they're experiencing. I'm not saying that what that requires is that you ignore the feeling. Far from it. I think emotions are just energy that's information that helps us to define where we are in a human experience. They're very valuable. They're part of this human construct. I would never invite anyone to ignore anything. But how we choose to be in the awareness of the information is vital because that's the only part that we really get to choose. We don't choose whether fear comes up for us or whether it's a constant underlying dynamic. We don't choose to, on a conscious level, to participate in a natural disaster. But we do choose how we are being in the experiences of this, whether we are directly affected by it or we are indirectly affected by it because we are human beings sharing the same planet with everybody else. And so finding peace in the chaos has all to do, no matter what the source of the chaos is, it could be traffic, right? It could be unrest within a household, arguing going on. It could be a toddler having, having a little toddler fit, right, because they're, it's difficult to communicate with them, and so they're acting out because they don't know what to do with what they're feeling. It's all the same. The only part we get to choose is who and how we are being in it, right? So finding peace in the chaos. Choosing how we are being in it, I always invite people, use the Ho'oponopono process, you know, which is the ancient Hawaiian process of problem solving, right, that was originally a facilitated process by either the head of household or the local spiritual leader, the kahuna. Keeping in mind the ancient Hawaiians, this is a civilization or culture that was that is 2,500 some odd years old. So time 2,500 some odd years ago was a little bit different than today. But nonetheless, the principles are the same. In the 1970s, Morna Nalamaku Simeona, a kahuna lapa'au, who was named a treasure to the Hawaiian people in the 1980s, was guided in a meditation in the 1970s to update the ancient version of Ho'oponopono to what we know it as today, which is referred to as self-identity through Ho'oponopono. So instead of it being a facilitated process, it is now everything is self-contained, which means it's just all about us, with us, and our relationship to our creator. Because when we initiate the cleaning of whatever the source of our problems are, 
which in Ho'oponopono philosophy are memories replaying from our own subconscious mind, what we're doing is we are asking our creator, divine intelligence, divine creator, God, Allah, whatever we refer to our source as, to do the transmutation of all of these memories that are the source of our problems. We only know less than 1% of what's really going on. On the show, I often refer, and when I teach Ho'oponopono, I often refer to the book, The User Illusion by Tor Nora Tranders. E. Haleakalahu Len would refer to this book, and E. Haleakalahu Len was my teacher. So I oftentimes honor his memory and his teachings by referencing this book, because in this book, which is all about consciousness, there was a statistic that was offered that says for every 15, that's one five, 15 bits of data per second that we are consciously aware of, there are 15 million plus bits of data per second that we have no knowledge of. Memories replaying from our own subconscious mind. And we don't have knowledge of what goes on in our subconscious mind. We have the awareness of the effects of it only. And so when we keep trying to figure out, and I say trying intentionally, keep trying to figure out what the cause of a problem is, keep in mind, if this resonates with you, you really only consciously know less than 1% of what's going on. So the more you engage in the problem, the bigger it gets because that's what you're focusing on. And energy always follows thought and intention. And so the problem expands. And we have no idea why, because we're not aware of that. And so in Ho'oponopono, there's really only two choices. We engage with the problem by trying to figure it out, talking about it, writing about it, doing whatever we do, or we simply initiate the cleaning or some combination of both. But the minute you start initiating the cleaning is the minute things will start to shift. And we never know how long it will take to see, sense, feel, hear, or know that what we've initiated the cleaning on has really been released, transmuted, cleared. But in time, we do, and we're able to tell that basically by the way we feel. So many of the people in the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community have shared the experience that once they start initiating the cleaning on a specific issue, they focus on one thing, let's say, what they find is in about two weeks, three weeks sometimes, a sense of peace is experienced, which is wonderful feedback for us that what we are doing is working for us on some level. And so we do our best to stay in the process of initiating the cleaning and not attaching to outcome, but just keep doing the cleaning. And so for those of you that may be unfamiliar, the four phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, are the more familiar phrases about Ho'oponopono. And you might have heard them in a different order, 
or you might consider saying just I love you or thank you repeatedly. It all works because your creator knows your heart, knows your intention. And when you do say these phrases or any one of them with the intention that you're initiating a Ho'oponopono cleaning, you're accepting 100% responsibility for whatever the problem is, even though you don't know but less than 1% of what the problem is. To me, this is the most powerful tool on the planet. In combination with conscious heart connection, it helps us to navigate the chaotic times that we find ourselves in so that we can be more and more at peace with ourselves and with our lives in spite of what's going on in the world or in our families or in our neighborhoods or in our countries. And so finding peace in the chaos to me is all wrapped up around conscious heart connection, which is just focusing your breath on your heart, your heart center, and ho'oponopono. Simple yet incredibly powerful tools that can provide to you a way of healing the simplest and the most complex problems that your life experiences can bring to you. For me, that included the healing of childhood trauma, physical challenges like back pain, my relationship with my mom, who was responsible for my PTSD from childhood, which brought me a year and a half of a relationship with her before she transitioned to spirit that I wouldn't trade for anything. It was such a special gift. And so, I invite you to consider. Use Ho'oponopono. Be as consistent as you can with it. Or if you would like to learn more about it, join our community. The Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community meets once a week on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time on a Zoom platform. We record all our sessions so that if the time frame doesn't work, the membership site holds these recordings. You can access them at your convenience in snippets or to watch the whole thing in one seating. It's up to you. There's incredible resources available to our membership. We not only are a group of such beautiful heart-centered people. I call our members the heart healers, right? They're all amazing. And we also assist each other in our cleaning. So you not only get to learn about it, you get support in creating and um, maintaining a consistent Ho'oponopono practice. And you get a community that supports you in whatever you want to focus on cleaning. And that's just the basics. There is so much more. We have a private telegram group, et cetera. So if that speaks to you, there's a link in the show description. Read more about it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me through my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. I'm happy to share whatever um, you need to make a decision. We will not turn anyone away. This is something that I was guided to do, and I honor all wisdom I receive. And so we will find a means of exchange that will work for you. And you are welcome to join us if that feels 
like it's something that resonates with you. All right, so I am surrounding you all with love. And that was our conversation on finding peace in the chaos. So we're going to start with our uh, one-question readings. Let me just take a sip of water here. All right. And so I don't have anybody's names because everybody called in after we started the show, so forgive me. We're going to first bring in our caller from area code 347. Welcome to the show. Hi, this is my cell phone. It's Ryan Ford. Hi, Ryan. Hold on a second. You don't have to tell me anything more. Hold on. All right, Mr. Ryan, how are you and what can I do for you this evening? Nothing much. Um, what, uh, what can you see what, bring, what, what brings for me this month, the rest of this month? The rest of this month. Oh, Ryan, I love that you call every Sunday. <laughs> All right, let's see what we can bring in for you, sweet man. Um, Ryan, I want to say to you that I'm being told basically what I've been sharing with you the last few weeks, and that is that this is a month of making friendship, of, of creating more friend relationship, and being open to these people showing up in your life. This is a pattern that I see expanding actually beyond February. And I know that we spoke last Sunday with Rosemary about this a little bit as well. And so you can always go back to any previous show and listen to whatever was shared at that time again. And just to reinforce, mm-hmm. uh, in case you forgot mm-hmm. any of the details. Okay? Okay. Make sense? Yeah. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl tonight? <laughs> nah, I'm just going to relax. That sounds like a good plan. All right, Ryan. Have a really good rest of your night, honey. Thanks so much for calling in. All right. Bye-bye now. All righty. We love that Ryan calls in every week. Okay. So our next caller is calling from area code 267. Welcome to the show. Hi, this is Jessica from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Hi, Jessica. I'm good. I hear it's been pretty cold up there lately. Uh, I don't know. It's been weird. We had some really nice, like, warm days. The weather's, like, messed up, so. I hear that. I I have family up there, so I kind of keep track of the weather. But then again, you said Pennsylvania, and I'm thinking Philadelphia, New Jersey area. You could be in a totally different area. Don't tell me where. I am in that area. Yeah, like it's cold, uh, and then it's warm, and that's how it goes. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Well, we're grateful that you called in tonight, Jessica. What can we do to support you? I um I am doing hope ono around this situation um but I am calling to see um about I got a job um which I'm very happy grateful about and I actually like the job but um things have been coming up for me around like um my boss which she's not around there a lot like I'm the manager of the store so but she's like the district manager she'll come and go um mm-hmm. but uh, I do have community, like I speak to her on the phone and 
there's just like a lot of it is it's it's I guess it falls into the category of like a toxic workplace or a toxic company, one of those. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm wondering if you see me enjoying this company, this job a little bit more, and being able to like relax and sort of goof off a little bit more. Um, or do you see me just using this as a stepping stone and like upgrading to something better? Um, within the next, like, I guess, couple of weeks or something. Hmm. That's the time frame, couple of weeks? No, not, there's not a time frame with it. I mean, again, I'm using it to heal certain things that have come up because I've worked for other toxic workplaces and it's like Mm -hmm. consulting work I want to do. Although these companies don't want help. (laughs) So that's why I'm toxic. I hear you. I hear um, you, but the, but, but, the be- but the beauty of it, Jessica, is the way you just language that for me is amazing because doing the Ho'oponopono on this, what you're doing is you're initiating the clearing or the cleaning of whatever the root cause of the toxicity is in these types of businesses. Yes. And that's extraordinary. Yes. If, that's a, if that's a common uh, experience that you've had in this particular industry, being able to contribute to the healing of it by offering the Ho'oponopono is an extraordinary gift. Yes, I love that you said that because that came to me last night. I was like, look at this gift that you're not only giving to yourself to clear whatever is coming up for you, but to other people who work at this place and other companies to, to clear like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And when, when we add that language to a cleaning statement of on any and all levels, it covers a multitude of root causes that could be contributing to this, dynamic to this problem right and and we are each uniquely capable because of our reason for being here in this human life to clean on certain things that other people can't and so whether you choose to stay at this particular job or use it as a stepping stone as you feel guided to with whatever the appropriate timing is, that will truly be up to you. As, as far as whether I intuitively sense that this is a place that you will be only staying at for a short period of time, I, I don't think so. I think you're going to stay there for a bit longer than a short period of time. I don't have a pinpoint for that. I don't have months or years. I just want to say that it's not a short-term experience. And, and I want to say that the more you do your Ho'oponopono, um, Jessica, the more the toxicity in your particular store environment will be released And so it makes it more comfortable for you because what I would ideally love for you is that you leave with, with just a conscious desire that is responsive to your environment, not reactive to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I definitely have that. 
desire to. I mean, this job is always meant to be just for a few months while I get other things in place. Okay. But I just don't like the feelings that I'm feeling when I am there. I'm, I'm mainly concerned about the amount of hours I might have to work each day. Mm-hmm. So do you see that getting better? Um, um, I mean, they I, have a I don't know about better, but I don't see it changing significantly. But that's just my sense of it, right? As you keep doing the cleaning, I have no way of knowing what's going to shift, right? And so you may find that the more you keep cleaning, whatever the cause of the toxicity or any of the issues that you're having from you will shift the environment that you're in on multiple levels. You just don't know. So I would invite you to simply be in it the best that you can. Clean when you're not there. You know, clean when you're on your way there. Clean when you're leaving, right? So that you can clean a pathway before you pick up the phone, before you open an email. Keep doing your cleaning because everything is connected to whatever your perception is of toxicity in this environment. Does that make sense to you, Jessica? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I always focus on the healing work. And whenever I call you sometimes, well, not whenever, um, sometimes when I call you, I'm like, hey, can you just like kind of give me a prediction for something? And it's always like goes back to the healing. So (laughs) it's funny because I I do hear you make predictions for other people, but it never is for me. (laughs) It's not that it isn't for you. It's not that Mm -hmm. it isn't for you. As I said, I don't get a sense of how long but I don't see it as being short term. I actually did respond to your question. Yes, it's, that is it's true. It's not as it's not as perhaps as wordy or as specific. I don't tend to do a lot of predictions. It's not it's not the Akashic Records way. The the way that I've learned to be in the records, Jessica, is more about what they usually offer me are tendencies patterns and information that help people be present with clarity in the experience of where they're at. It's very different than perhaps a typical psychic reading that says in three months and two days, this is what's going to happen. I don't usually receive information like that in that way. So if that's mm-hmm. what you're expecting, I am so sorry. No, just, no you not know. at all. Don't apologize. I was just pointing out how I thought it was like <clears throat> just like a little comical. I mean, I hear you. Really, I, and I'm smiling. Really like, and yeah. I'm smiling with yeah. you for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of parts of the job that I like. There's just like some sort of ickiness stuff that it's like I'm not working, you know, 10 hours a day or like things like that. I don't want to be doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, and I also don't want to have a conversation with her saying that I don't want to do that because I've had conversations with her about other things mm-hmm. and she doesn't uh, comprehend. So um, that's why I was like, you know, I really, I'm happy that I got a job. I've been looking for a job for a while. Um, right. right. Uh, you know, I wanted to kind of just rest in it and it's like, 
no, actually, you're going to do some healing work here and for yourself. <laughs> and it was like, really? Like, this just, we just keep doing this. Yeah, but that's life. But that's, yes. but that's life. That's the beauty of it. And the fact that you get it gives you an extraordinary opportunity that other people don't always have. So I would embrace that if you choose to, right? And of and I course. definitely would, I, I know you said that you're putting things into place, that this in your mind is temporary. I would really invite you to not leave this job without having the next one. Yes, unless, I agree. Unless it's yes. dire situation, um, the the job market right now is very um, talk about chaos. It can be yes. very chaotic for a lot of different reasons, and and so I'm just I know that's very common advice, but I felt very intuitively guided to verbalize it and say that to you. So please heed that wisdom. Yeah, I agree with you. It has taken me like over six months to get a job. And this was the only, like I would have lots of conversations with Spirit. And I was like, just because I've been on a lot of interviews, mm-hmm. several interviews with the same company. And I was like, I just kept saying to Spirit, you know, just offer me something. Whatever you <laughs> offer me, I will accept. And I would always have these conversations. And this was the first one that came and I got ushered in very quickly. There wasn't a lot of like jumping through hurdles like mm-hmm. all the other companies and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean I know I'm here for a reason and again it, it's it's in the area where I want like again there's a lot of things that I like about it I just had these fears come up that I might get fired like there was a lot of common themes mm-hmm. that were coming up so I know I'm not, not to leave a place. that yeah I'm not sensing that um, I, I'm really sensing that, that you were purposely put there for all the reasons that we've talked about. And, yeah. and one of the ways that you might also look at this is, you know, you accepted the job and it has its positive points and it has its benefits for you, right? Mm-hmm. How you choose to be in the experience experience of working at this job is the only part you get to choose. Yeah. Okay. And that can have a huge effect on how your day goes. So if you're focused only on, am I going to have to work 10 hours a day? Is it going to have to be this way all the time? Rather than dealing with what's showing up in the moment, because then you're in the future and you have no power in the future. The only time you have power, the only space is in the present moment. That's it. Mm-hmm. And with Ho'oponopono, you have the capability of, through the cleaning process, paving the way and clearing the path behind you of whatever's been a problem, which opens things up in either direction. But either way, it really helps to be very clear about who you choose to be in your day-to-day moments while you are there. Mm -hmm. And being in gratitude after six months of not having a job would Mm -hmm. be a really lovely energy to be holding and staying in. It elevates you. It creates a beautiful energy in the space that you're working in for you and for everybody else. 
And it helps you move through the parts of this that may not be your favorite. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's been, I I frequently during the day uh, am checking in with myself, being like, where are my thoughts? What am I doing? Um, Stay in the gratitude. Turn it around. You know, all this. I've definitely been putting my tools, you know, you get a new experience and then you have to like sort of upgrade your tools or like you're maybe thrown (laughs) off a little bit and then you're like, okay, get it together. I see my thoughts are going crazy. And so like the last week I was having some like real wonky thoughts and they were going off and I was like, stop it. And I I just like, I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know that you can call back in again, Jessica, you're being just too human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. What it is to be human. I know, but like we hold ourselves to a higher standard when you're like, or like teach this stuff and like you're, you practice it and you you go up. Oh no. You see, that's a pitfall that you don't want to fall into, right? I don't do that. I do my very best to be as loving as I can with me first. Remember, the relationship that you have with you first is how you are in relationship with everything else and everyone else. That's the only part that is important to address. And if you're not being compassionate and kind and reasonable in your expectations of yourself, how do you expect anybody else to be? Well, you know, I like that you brought that up because I, something that I've been playing around with my, in my mind with this is that um, when she does go to say to me, Hey, you know, you got to do a shift that's like nine and a half hours or 10 hours and like mm-hmm. run the store by yourself. And like, cause there's no employees. They can't even find employees cause they don't pay enough money. So mm-hmm. like they just want the manager like doing everything. And, um, and I'm not prop, I'm not trained. So like, I'm just like thrown in there. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to be loving to myself. So me working such a long shift and being, having it, chaos in the store doing a million jobs, well, um, you know, that's not loving to me. I slow down. I, ha- I close the store if I have to. Like, I just take it in my own pace. Like, I could just do mm-hmm. whatever I can do. Mm-hmm. But I debate, that's where that debate comes in, whether I say to her, like, you know, I, I can't do it. For the, I'm not going to work those many hours. Like, you know, you kind of have like sort of passive aggressive things come up of like, I'll just take a longer lunch or like, so I'm just not really, I'm not sure what the loving answer to myself, like to what to do is um, besides going at my own pace. I get it. So if it's unclear to you what your most loving choice is, you can't tell by how it feels then what I invite you to do, since you so effectively are using Ho'oponopono as a tool, is to clean on the lack of clarity, right? And, and what happens is Ihaleakalahulen would say, the more we clean, the more right situations, right people, right money, right everything for us shows up right solutions. And so 
whatever aspects of this particular position you find to be problematic, just keep cleaning on it and asking for clarity. Okay. Right? The whole idea that, right, being there by yourself, working the 10-hour days, you know, whatever you don't like may not bother somebody else, but it bothers you. So clean on what bothers you. And be consistent without an expectation of outcome, just open to what the possibilities are that show up. Does that make sense? Yeah, because then I'll, I, I go to take a longer lunch, but then I feel all paranoid that I'm going to get fired. <laughs> like it I hear you. Vet. Yeah. I hear you. And so you, you are making choices, as we all do, one right after the other. Just take it one step at a time. If it feels that it serves your highest good, to take a longer lunch, then then you do it and you have to begin to trust what you sense and know to be true for you. If the feeling is that that's really not, that it's feeling that it's passive aggressive, is that how you choose to be in your relationship with yourself? Well, that's where the loop goes because it's I passive aggressive and then it's like, well, but I don't want to be at the store working, you know, for X amount of hours. That's not, that really makes me angry. I don't want to be taking that into my body or keeping it I there. hear you. And so yeah. finding the most loving choice is part of the human journey. Be kind okay. to yourself as you walk it. Okay. We do have a couple more callers in the queue, Jessica. So I'm going to say thank you so much for calling in. We love talking to you. Stay and listen if you'd like. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And and we look forward to the next time. Let us know how things are going. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Jessica. Blessings, honey. Blessings. All right. Let me just grab a sip of water here. Hold on. All right. We're going to go to our next caller who is calling from area code 780. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Hey, Eileen. It's Jay calling from Canada. Hello there. How are you, sweet man? <laughs> How are you, sweet lady? <laughs> I'm good. I'm talking to you, good. so that that's that's good. It's been a good show so far. I'm having a really good evening. I didn't know how many people would be calling in tonight, how many people are Super Bowl fans, so I was open oh, yeah, for yeah. just about anything, right? <laughs> so from from the northern white lands, what can I do mm-hmm. for you, Mr. J? Yes, I saw your uh, the, what you're sharing tonight about finding peace in chaos, the midst of chaos. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You, and you talked about that earlier. I didn't listen, but maybe maybe you did talk about it. But my question is in regarding that, and I just sure. feel strongly about that. It seems like spirituality is a bridge between uh, the peace, the you know, the bridge to, to uh, bridging peace that's in the midst of chaos, as in it kind of like if we don't have that spirituality um it kind of like there's still chaos and also the second thing is that um we can't be reinforced with chaos if we have friends that are in chaos too or talking about 
um, events that are chaos to keep reinforcing chaos in our body, mind, and spirit, if you want to call it that. So, Do that second. Um, share, share with me the second part of this again. I'm not sure that I'm understanding fully. I understand the first part. The second part sure. is what now? So if you have some friends and they're bringing up things um, in regards to that causes agitation and then you maybe you feel it in your body or, or they talk about events that are uh, what's going on in the world that's in chaos, which mm-hmm. it is now, uh, mm-hmm. but it reinforces it. So you you really can't get away from it unless you step away from and say, why am I feeling that way? And why are my friends mm. bringing this up all the time? To reinforce that there is chaos out there, but there's no way of of getting out of it to find or practice peace around that. So okay. Thoughts about Those are two really good statements and awarenesses. So if we if we look at the first excuse me the first one first right we talk mm-hmm. you you mentioned that you hold a belief that spirituality is a means of bridging the chaos to find peace. Did I relanguage that correctly? Yes, it's a, I think it's a real strong bridge to, to uh, if we don't have that, then we're going to be in chaos when we, we, when we don't have, when that spiritual piece is missing from, right. I guess, from the, the bigger whole, right? Because we're body, right, mind, right. spirit, so really, not body, mind. Yeah. But you really answered your own question. Okay, right? there we go. Be- because <laughs> when when you try and understand or you attempt to create an explanation for why friends are bringing up all the things that are the contributors to chaos, they're expressing their suffering, they're talking about it because they don't have a tool for addressing it any differently. Right, You have your spiritual beliefs, Jay, and the rituals that are part of that spiritual belief that work for you. Not everybody does. Right. Right? And so when, when we experience our world and its chaos and we feel it on many different levels, Right. If we don't have present moment consciousness or awareness or any tools, then we're all doing the best that we can. And if watching the news and talking about it and 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 bitching, griping and moaning about it is what we can do, then that's the best that person can do. But that doesn't mean that you, who is a sensitive, who, do have, who does have tools, needs to be exposing yourself to it to the degree that it causes you more suffering. You get to create healthy boundaries, but you also have an amazing tool that you can use which in the Ho'oponopono, you can clean on whatever is the cause for your friend's needs of talking about the chaos 
on any and all levels that you are to atone for. And so as you keep cleaning their need to keep bringing this information that's all about the chaos to you, it begins to shift the dynamic because as it's cleaned from you, it's simultaneously cleaned from them and from anyone else who holds the same energy. So you may find yourself uniquely positioned like Jessica, our previous caller, is, is uniquely positioned to be able to address the toxicity in her work environment because she's conscious and aware and in it. You are talking about the exact same dynamic. It's just different, different scenario, different people, different environment, but the underlying dynamic is the same, Jay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. And you're uniquely gifted, um, purpose, to be able to do that cleaning should you so desire. Right. But but it's also yeah. important for you, Jay, to really create those healthy boundaries for yourself so that you're not suffering in the presence of everyone else suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you being able to hold that space for other people is part of why you're here. Make sense? Uh, what do you mean by that? Here as in on this earth plane? As, or as just in the... life purpose. As in life purpose. Okay. Right? Soul purpose. Etc. You know, a book that you might want to reference or um, what is, the full name of it. It is it's Dan Millman's book. Oh, right here. Peaceful Warrior. No, no, no. Peaceful uh, Warrior. This, not that one. It's The Life You Were Born to Live: A Guide to Finding Your Life Purpose. What I love about this book is you put your date of birth in it. There's actually an app, the Life Purpose app as well, which you can find out what your life purpose numbers are. But the book itself goes into all of the different challenging characteristics of your life purpose numbers, as well as the incredible gifts that you were born with that are here to guide you in this life. I love the the understanding of what the challenges were. I know what the gifts are, right, for myself, but... To be able to have it languaged, what the challenges are, really was very helpful for me because, A, it gave me something to clean on. It also gave me something to be present and consciously aware of so that when I sense it, that I understand where it's coming from, right? It's like being a Virgo, which I think we both are. Aren't you a Virgo as well? No, Aries. Aries, okay. So being a Virgo, there are, there are amazing qualities that many Virgos have just in the general characteristics, not taking into all of the different astro- astrological dynamics that are part of who they are. But okay. as many wonderful qualities as there are, there's some really kind of annoying ones. And I have both of them. And the ones that are annoying are 
almost as equally annoying to me as they are to people that are around me, right? And so being able to temper, to balance those things out makes us feel so much more at peace with who we are. Right. So that might be some interesting information for you. Makes sense? Yes? Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Did I answer your question? Now I'm going to ask since Jessica thought I didn't answer her question. I'm going to just keep asking. Does that answer your question, yeah, you, Jay? Yes, it does. Thank you. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sweet man. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. We are always so grateful when you call in. All right? Me too. Thank you. Thank I you. Thank you. Love. Much blessing, love to you, blessing. Jay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, so, well, this has been a wonderful show so far. All right, we have someone else in the queue, and um, this person is calling from area code 201. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, my first name is Jackie, and I'm calling from New Jersey. All right, Miss Jackie calling from New Jersey. Welcome. Mm-hmm. And what Thank can I you. do to support you tonight? Uh, I I just have a question about real estate, some personal finance. Like I feel I have the time coming up in the near future to get some things together. Okay. I just want to see um, what you think about that. Like I've been, I guess I've been procrastinating because of work demands and family demands, and I just want to know what you see. Okay, and, and so that I can be clear, Jackie, um, mm-hmm. you, you have a sense of getting involved in, if I'm understanding you correctly, getting involved in real estate, which enhances yeah, this, your personal finances? There's some decisions that I have to make around real estate. And, you know, I'm, of course I'm concerned about financial constraints or limitations. I okay. just, like, deep in my heart feel that the time is coming up that it will work in my favor. Understood. Understood. So I'm getting more of a sense of what you're asking. Okay. So just breathe into your heart for me, Jackie. You don't have to breathe deeply. Just focus your breath there. So we're going to ask for whatever information we can bring through for you that speaks about timing of real estate transactions and um, that that you are knowing that you are wanting to do and financial gain, success with these deals. Hold on a minute. I want to say that I would not do anything right now. Um, I want to say that not in the first quarter, although the first quarter is is quickly coming to a close, believe it or not. I can't believe it's already the beginning of February or almost the middle. Um, I I wouldn't entertain. I would watch the market, but I I wouldn't entertain the possibility of moving any real estate until spring, late spring, early summer, 
um, June, July, I want to say the energy feels like it opens up, but I would really be in the energy of how it feels to you and what the trends are as well. There's a lot going on in the economic and financial world right now that is so chaotic that it is challenging to make decisions with a sense of knowing and and strength coming into it. So until you get a real strong sense that this is your time, I would invite you to not make that decision. And certainly not in the first quarter, because my sense of it is that if you if you start some type of a transaction, it's not going to complete. And I can't explain to you why. I can only say that that's what I'm hearing and feeling about it. Does that make sense? Well, I'm not looking to do a transaction at this point. I'm really looking to come to some sort of settlement with some family members. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in terms of like my paperwork, that's all that I'm really concerned. Like if it's the best time to file the paperwork. So it's a transaction though. It is a transaction in some way. And, and not knowing what mm-hmm. that is, all I can say is mm-hmm. that I don't know that I would do it in the first quarter. Okay. And, okay. and I would wait, but I would sit with it because as, as when, when we're living in chaotic energy, mm-hmm. everything shifts very quickly. And yeah. it's, it's like being on, on a, um, like, like a, a platform, right. That mm-hmm. has no footing. Mm-hmm. It's on the water and it has no footing under, you know, at, on, on the, on the, on the ground underneath the water. Okay. And so, you know, when the water is really calm, it's really easy to predict based on the tide where you're going to go. But when it, if the water's really mm-hmm. chaotic, you don't know what direction you're going to go in or whether you're going to stay afloat. Chaotic energy okay. is, is like that. And so you really want to spend time, quality time connecting with your own heart so that your inner wisdom, your inner knowing, which is always a feeling, is what's guiding mm-hmm. you. Does that make sense, Jackie? Yes. The feeling the feeling that's guiding me does make sense, my inner knowing. Um, similar to like Jay's question, it's, it's the naysayers in my immediate circle that kind of threw me off if they add tension. Right. Like, you know, right. And and like I understand. Yeah. I understand how challenging that is. It's it's a choice. I, I do believe I do believe that the universe is gonna make room for me and make things possible. Mm-hmm. And um exercising patience. Okay. You know, but every once in a while I just feel like I just need reassurance that my patience is not me procrastinating or delaying something that's inevitable. Uh, And I hear that. So if I ask you the question, are you procrastinating? Mm -hmm. What's your first thought? Yes or no? No, you're thinking about it. Okay. So if your first thought is no. What I think is happening is that I'm being distracted. Hmm. And, And that's due to like, you know, my, my, my work and my um, responsibilities. 
Right, right. I don't think I'm being um, procrastinating. I'm always trying to do something to move ahead if you even just learn, you know, additional information. Or sometimes I overthink things. But I don't think that I'm deliberately, um, you know, avoiding doing what I have to do. I just think I'm being pulled in different directions. And I hear that. And it's Mm -hmm. up to each of us to... Mm -hmm to be discerning in Mm -hmm. the information that we receive in response to the questions that we pose. And the more we, the more we're present in that process of discernment, of asking questions, of receiving wisdom, however we like to do that, the more confidence Mm -hmm. it brings to us. Right. And so I invite you to use whatever tools work for mm-hmm. you and work with them on a daily basis and in tapping into your own inner wisdom, because the more you do that, the more it will enhance your degree or level of confidence when you do mm-hmm. receive wisdom. And it's a decision that's at odds with the people around you. Okay. Right. I, I, I empathize with you, Jackie. It is not an easy okay. situation to say the least, but it's mm-hmm. the situation you've created on some level of consciousness. Therefore, it is for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can, can always you, um, use the whole. I'm sorry. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Okay. Um. I work in an environment that's very chaotic. It's a small environment. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really trying to understand it. You know, it's it's conveniently located. I like that part of it. Um, but I sense that there's some change coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know if I'm going to be affected negatively by this change. Okay. So I'm just seeing what I can bring in for you about this, Jackie. So hang in there with me for a Mm -hmm. minute. So this is, this is what I feel guided to say to you, right? Um, the reason the energy feels chaotic to you in this environment is because the underlying um, energy or dynamics that are creating what you're feeling are all fear-based. Every business at this time, a certain degree of fear attached to it because of what's going on in the world. How each person deals with that fear, whether they recognize it or not, is is unique to the individuals and so to elevate yourself above the fear keeps you in a uniquely a unique position where you are aware of it but not of it that brings clarity that allows for clarity which if you are in it, you, you won't have. 
And so when you're concerned about something coming down the pike, shall we say, that you want to be able to anticipate it so that you've made choices to take care of yourself, the truth is the energy is so chaotic right now, I don't know that they know definitely what they're planning yet. And so I can't give you um, anything at this moment in time that says you're safe, don't worry about it, but I can invite you to do what I just said and to do the Ho'oponopono to clean on whatever is the cause of the chaos within the building, whatever or the company, whatever is the cause of any discomfort or distress or fear that you're experiencing, right? Whatever is, is creating this assumption or this concern that your position there is at risk and keep cleaning on it and see how things shift. You keep doing what on it? Keep cleaning on it, using the Ho'oponopono to initiate the cleaning of whatever the underlying problem is, but from you, because you're the only person that you can initiate the cleaning of anything from. If you see it, you own it. If you experience it, you own it. I'm not saying you are the Mm -hmm. cause for it outright, but that's how Ho'oponopono works. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. Yeah, it and, makes sense. I mean, I... Okay. Go ahead. So, so a good... You can listen to any of our other shows. Oftentimes, I, I mention different cleaning statements, and that's something that, okay. that you're welcome to start using, or just the four phrases of, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, right? Or, I love you, I love you, I love you, or thank you, thank you, thank you, to whatever is the cause of the problem whatever the problem is, mm-hmm. whether it's physical, mm-hmm. emotional, mental, or spiritual, it doesn't matter. It's all potentially cleanable. Make sense? Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, Jackie. Good luck with everything. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Blessings. And Blessings good night. Good night. All righty. So, Well, that was a very lovely show tonight. A a kind thank you to everyone that called in. And last Sunday, we went so long, we didn't even have time to play the ending music for the show because um, we went very close to our our airtime. And so tonight, we'll just take a moment to close in our usual way, which is to connect in with our hearts, just uncrossing ankles and knees as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery. Go ahead and close your eyes if you want to. Relax your abdominal muscles and take some nice breaths with a focus on your heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest, or focus on the heart organ which still sits sort of in the middle and to the left of your center of your chest. And as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you'll notice that your respirations slow down. Your heart rate begins to slow as well. And as your heart rate slows, your blood pressure 
will lower a little bit. As your body experiences what is referred to as the relaxation response. And when we trigger that relaxation response, the body starts producing wonderful chemicals that feel good to us in contrast to all those stress hormones that we feel when we are feeling anxious or stressed or we're tapping into the chaos around us. And as you continue to breathe, imagining your breath going into and out of your heart center, What you're really connecting with is your soul essence, that beautiful divine presence of love is you that is a direct connection to your creator that elevates your energy in such a simple and beautiful way. And to do this as often as you can remember to can be so healing for you, for everyone and everything around you, as well as Mother Earth and all who dwell within, upon, and above her, for we are all connected and when you breathe into and out of your heart center and connect with the love that you are that love expands and basically a wave of love is emanated from you in all directions why it feels so good to be around people that are loving and kind. It raises us up in a good way, which helps us to heal a multitude of things that ail us, shall we say. And it's a wonderful gift that we give to everyone and anyone, including our blessed and divine Mother Earth. And when we add the Ho'oponopono to it, it expands that experience. So in your mind, just think the words either, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Repeatedly until you feel complete as you continue to breathe into and out of your heart center. So as you increase your conscious connection to that divine vibration of love, you are simultaneously initiating the cleaning of all that keeps you from being able to access and hold that space of love with you. And breathe. 
they so beautifully work in synergy together. Conscious heart breath and ho'oponopono. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And breathe. I trust and know that as you did this, it was calming for you and may it be healing as well. Thank you, everyone, for joining tonight and for sharing this evening with me, sharing your hearts with me and your questions. It has been my joy to share this time with you. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. It is my joy to be here each week. Don't forget, tomorrow is our monthly new moon meditation. The link, if you've never registered, is in the show description. Join us tomorrow at noon Eastern time, or you will receive the replay if you registered, and it will be available until the day of the new moon so that you can repeat that clearing meditation as many times as you feel guided to. And we include Ho'oponopono in that clearing meditation in a good way. So have a wonderful week, everyone. I look forward to seeing you or hearing your wonderful voices again next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, know that you are loved very deeply. Have a wonderful evening and a wonderful week. Good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb. Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.